Good afternoon and welcome to Chamber South's Member Spotlight with our partners here at Miami Community Newspapers. My name is Brittany Bassant and I'm the Executive Director for Chamber South and today I have with me a very special guest, Miss Tiffany Helberg. Tiffany, it's such a pleasure to have you. Brittany, I'm so thrilled to be here. Yay. Thank you for inviting awesome. me. Awesome. Absolutely. I'm so excited to discuss everything CHI. Tiffany is the Vice President of Communications at CHI Community Health of South Florida for those that don't know. Um, but before we talk about CHI, I want to know a little bit about you in general. So tell me about your education, your background, your career, and how you have gone and, and moved through to be the Vice President of Communications at CHI. Okay, well, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a Chicago girl. Oh, okay. raised there and uh, graduated from grad school at Northwestern Medill School of Journalism. Wow. Oh, and so you're no stranger to this setup then. No. <laughs> Good. Very much so. Good, good. <laughs> and so I left there and I went into being a TV reporter. I spent about 15 years traveling all over the country as a TV reporter from Champaign, Illinois, Columbus, Ohio, um, Charlotte, North Carolina, Washington, D.C., even here in Miami. I worked at CBS 4 News for about seven years and I loved every moment of it. Um, but then one day I had a baby. <laughs> Changes everything, doesn't it? Yes. And suddenly I was more focused on my time at home. Right. And I needed a happy medium. Okay. So my happy medium was still doing the things that I love to do, which is telling stories about important things. And that's how I transitioned from TV into my current role as VP of Communications at CHI. And how long ago was this? That was almost eight years. Time flies when eight you're having fun. Eight years. Yeah. So you still have, so you're an eight-year-old? I have a 12-year-old. 12-year-old. Okay, 12-year-old. Yes. Okay, perfect. 12-year-old. Okay, yes. just one? Just one. Oh, okay. Perfect. All right. So eight years ago, you started with CHI. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about your, your experience and your, your career history with CHI. It's been wonderful. It is such a rich organization. I feel um, very privileged to be a part of it. We have a tremendous corporate team. Um, and they, you know, people don't go work at CHI because they want to be rich. They go work at CHI because they believe in the cause and they believe in helping people. And it's um, rewarding to make sure that everyone has access to healthcare. A healthcare is something that's so fundamental. Without it, you know, where, where would we be? You can't succeed in your career. You can't succeed at home if you're not healthy. It's something so critical. And to be able to be part of this team that's delivering healthcare to um, communities that are traditionally forgotten about, the homeless, uh, the migrant community, people who don't have health insurance, people who are under-resourced, that's that's really valuable and really special. So from a personal point of view, I don't even think that you know this, Tiffany, um, I, it's no, no stranger that I moved here when I was 14 from Trinidad. When we moved here as immigrants from Trinidad and we needed to just have that basic health care, we didn't know anything about the U.S. healthcare system or health insurance, what any of that stuff was. We don't have that in other countries. Uh, my parents took us to CHI and we got full everything. I mean, I think down to dental work, everything. we got everything done. And I mean, yeah. again, this was my, my first 12 months living in the United States and my parents needed it to, for us to go through this whole healthcare checkup for schools and immigration paperwork and the whole nine. And we went to CHI. So CHI has always held a very special place in my heart because I recognize the incredible important work that 
you provide for those, like you said, forgotten communities, um, especially in the South Dade area. Yes. Um, so we talk a little bit more about this, but it's actually, this is very exciting. It's a very special year for CHI. Why is it a special year? Yes, this is our 50th anniversary. Wow. Uh, our legacy of excellence and caring, and we are celebrating all year long. And it all started with a woman named Doris Eisen, a Bahamian immigrant herself, who, you know, whenever I think about trying to accomplish a big task and I say it's insurmountable. I say, no, it's not insurmountable because I think of what Doris Eisen accomplished. This woman, you know, with a fourth grade level education who was a tomato picker got tired of seeing people dying en route to Jackson South because there was no hospital that would accept minorities down South decades ago. So she said enough is enough. And she got these volunteer doctors to work out of two double wide trailers. She even went to Congress and addressed them as my colleagues, right? Just the, the sheer determination and the um, confidence that this woman had, which now has grown this organization into 11 health centers, 35 school-based suites, a mobile me uh, medical van, a mobile dental trailer. We're huge and we continue to grow. Just, it's an awesome thing. And to think of how it started and how it's grown over the 50 years and all the different services and programs. Now we're growing our own doctors with a teaching health center. We're building a children's crisis center. Um, we have every service imaginable that people need from primary care, pediatrics, OBGYN, urgent care, um, women's services, radiology, we will deliver your medication to your home, we will pick you up and bring you to the doctor and bring you home. Everything is covered. It is really an awesome thing. That's incredible. So you really covered kind of, you know, what CHI, who you are and what you do. And how would someone engage, not engage, but how would you seek treatment from CHI? So what are the requirements if you needed to go? So someone who maybe, again, these forgotten communities, people who may not have health insurance, people who may not have the resources to, to go to some of the larger healthcare institutions just because they're deterred by either location or cost or whatever the case may be. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Sure. We believe in being a medical home for all, and that really does mean everyone. We have people uh, who come to us for healthcare who are homeless. We have people who are middle income, who are upper income, who have insurance. It runs the gamut because you think about probably 14 years ago when you came from Trinidad, um, it was a much different organization and and people thought of us as the place to go when you couldn't go anywhere else. Now it's a much different thing. These health centers are state of the art. They're beautiful. We have high quality, highly skilled doctors and we see everyone. There is no barrier to care. We don't believe in providing barrier, barriers to care. We provide access to care. So whether you have insurance or not, we will take care of you. Um, if you don't have insurance, we offer a sliding fee scale based on your income. Um, so it's affordable health care that is accessible to anyone. That's an incredible line. I love it. Affordable health care that's accessible to everyone. Yes. That's amazing. That's that's incredible. So obviously, you know, and it's it's so funny every time I have anyone in the healthcare industry on the show because we have to talk about the past 12 months. And it's been more than 12 months at this point. We're, it's still ongoing, everything that's that's been happening. And I know at the very beginning of this entire pandemic back in March, you guys were at the forefront. You were one of the first testing sites. We were the first. You were the first the testing. First. I remember I reached out to you back then too. Yes. I, and I was just like, wow, CHI was 
at the at the forefront of this. So talk to me about how um, just the pandemic in general, just what you guys have seen, what you've experienced, how it's how we've transitioned from you know testing to vaccines, the whole gamut. Well, uh, you know that's built my impression upon my colleagues um, even more so than my original impression. Now I know how fierce and how amazing they are because these folks got together, you know. <laughs> when the time was right, people needed testing and there was nobody doing it. And they said, all right, we're gonna figure this out and we're gonna do it quickly and we're gonna do it expeditiously. And every day they got together and they strategized and they learned from what we did the prior day and they made tweaks and they made the whole processes better. And I, I it's just so tremendous what they did. The first offer drive-through testing in Miami-Dade and Monroe counties, and then, once everybody started coming to us, and of course, they had to uh, collaborate with all the different organizations, the police, because when we first started, the lines were like backed up to the turnpike. Mm -hmm. So we had to find a way to manage that, which we're not people who manage traffic. We do healthcare. So thank goodness to our partnerships with all these different organizations, but it still took a lot of learning. And I'll tell you what I was most impressed about every day. We would learn from what we did and make it better for the next day. And then once we realized, okay, we've saturated this market, we have enough people have been tested here, but there's a hole over here, we'd open up another testing location. And so I think they were very versatile, they were very smart, they were very strategic about it. And not to mention, uh, we had local and national media coverage. We ended up in Newsweek's 50 um, photos for the year of 2020. Wow. Yeah, that was really big. And I'm so proud of them for that. And these these folks stepped up to the plate when they needed it most. And then came the vaccinations and once again had to strategize, how are we going to do this? And how are we going to do this in a way to make sure that everyone has access to it, regardless of, you know, their race, their income or their insurance. Equal status. opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, so are you a vaccine site currently? We are vaccinating folks, all yes. of your centers because you have how many centers? We have 11 health centers, 11 health centers across Miami-Dade and Monroe County, soon to be 12 because we are about to open one in a few months in Key West. Oh, Key West. Key West. Yes. Wow. That will be, that will be our most southern health center. That's incredible. <laughs> and so are you doing and you're doing vaccine appointments at all of them? We have moved our vaccine um, team from site to site and okay. we try and plan it out. Okay. Um, yes. So for information on vaccines with CHI, they can visit your website. How would you, how would someone us. or call Go to the website chisouthfl.org or call the number 786-272-2100. Okay, and that's how they get information on on the vaccines. So you mentioned something else that I know that has been a, an ongoing project for CHI for a number of years now and that's the Children's Crisis Center and that's being built um, in the heart of South Dade on 216th Street right off the Turnpike. It's an incredibly ideal location in terms of um, you know, just distance to other healthcare facilities, but also the community um, surrounding that area. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about the Children's Crisis Center, because that's something that I've, I've been personally following for years. Great. Um, well, we appreciate your support. Yeah. We appreciate the community support. It is coming to fruition finally because of all the support that we've received. We launched a capital campaign for the first time in our history last year to raise the $5 million needed, and we're almost there. And we've already started construction, but this is a project that's desperately needed. 
down south, there is no children's crisis center. This is a 24-hour um, facility for kids with severe mental health issues um, that need that therapeutic treatment 24 hours a day. Um, and so we had we see stories on a daily basis of kids because we are a Baker Act receiving facility. We have an adult crisis facility, but yet people still bring us their kids because we're a Baker Act receiving facility. So we see families come from the Keys. We see families come from 50 miles away. And this is probably the worst moment of their life when they're bringing us their child. It is chaotic. It is scary, for fright frightening for everyone. And to know that all we can do in that moment is to do the child's intake and then try and figure out where we can send them to a crisis center. Sometimes that's 30 miles away. Sometimes that's 50 miles away. And sometimes it takes hours or longer. And if you're a family that has challenges with transportation, that's even more concerning. So we had to make this resource available to the community and it's been our mission and our promise and it's finally coming to fruition. That's incredible. So what are some of the other services that the center is gonna provide? Well, it'll have counseling, group counseling, we'll have um, psychiatrists, a team of mental health specialists that will be specially trained to deal with a number of intensive um, behavioral health issues. And just so that I'm fully, like the age range in terms of like what qualifies for, is it 18 and under, is it 16 and under? I believe it goes from five to 17, don't quote me, because okay, that's see, not I, my expertise. Right, so, and I'm like 18, 16, and of course, it's like split yes, the difference, 17. But think about it, right. the fact that a five or a six-year-old would be struggling with those issues is just really, really sad. And that's something that's coming to the forefront, I think, a lot more in recent years is the focus yes. on mental health. Yes, thank and goodness people are starting to recognize it as a significant issue. Absolutely. And I think we saw during the pandemic an even greater demand for these services. Yeah, and then like, like you said, it, it's beginning to be recognized as, as as something that needs to be addressed. I mean, I think before the stigma about it was it was almost something to be embarrassed about, something mm -hmm. to hide away from, mm -hmm. not admit, and now there's been more acceptance and openness about those kinds of things. And it is, it's extremely unfortunate um, that someone so young can be dealing with those those heavy, heavy issues. But again, recognizing that that need exists yes. and fulfilling that need in the community, that that's where, you know, pillars of our community come into play. And that's what that's the service that you guys are providing. And that's what makes you so special. What makes CHI so special is that you're, you're, you're fulfilling all of these needs that exist in our community. Thank you. Yes. And to be able to change that, that turning point in that child's life when they need it the most. Otherwise, you know, I talk to our psychiatrists and they say it is much easier to address it when the person is a child than when they become an adult and those things are cemented. Absolutely. Absolutely. We could talk all, all afternoon about, about mental health. Mm -hmm. Let's not do that. So let's pivot a little bit because you guys have been active members of Chamber South for almost forever, it seems. For decades. I know, for maybe 15 years. <laughs> maybe. Um, uh, Colonel Hartley, you know, he's he's absolutely incredible for you. That don't, for, you of the, for those of you that don't know, Colonel Hartley is the CEO, I want to say. CEO, CEO yes. executive director yes. of CHI. He's the, he's the guy in charge at CHI. Um, he served on our board of directors. He's always he was been- the chairman. He was, he was the chairman of, of Chambers. Oh God, I don't know the year. I should have looked that up before I came on. Um, but he was definitely the chairman of our board. Um, 
a few years back. He's he's been very active with the organization, and as a result, CHI has been very active with Chamber South. Yes. So thank you so much for for your membership, and just talk a little bit about your experience with Chamber South. It's our pleasure and our joy to be partners with the folks at Chamber South. You know, it's been wonderful for us because the networking, it provides excellent networking, provides an opportunity to link people to care and then form partnerships with different areas of the community that we need to, as well as help educate the community about some of the things that we're doing. You've been so gracious to give us spotlight opportunities such as this and, and sometimes at meetings um, when we used to have luncheons and stuff like that. And it's it's been a great resource and a great collaboration. Absolutely. Yes. And we're looking forward. We're so looking forward to those events. Once more, those in-person events right? and those signature <laughs> events and just being able to have everyone in the same room. And we're getting there. I yes. think we're we're all taking the steps necessary as, a, necessary as a community to get there. So that's really important. But yes, CHI has been a, a, a strong member of Chamber South, a trustee member, uh, a pillar in our community and with our organization. So we thank you for that. Is there anything else that's really exciting that's going on at CHI that we haven't talked about? We're well, opening up a new center. We are opening up a new center in Key West. We're renovating our Coconut Grove Health Center. So that's going to be fabulous in a year or so. Um, eventually, we will be opening a center in Key Largo. We're renovating that right now. Um, we have a lot of great projects in the pipeline, as well as if you look at our 50th year, which is this year. In September, we have our big Golden Gala, which you have to be there. <laughs> Is it going to be in person? Absolutely. Like, I think there's, like, we're all just <laughs> clamoring for the opportunity to get out, you know? know, and absolutely, we will be there. We will I be know. there. By all, of course. A month prior, we have our golf tournament and we, you know, we didn't get to do it last year. So we're eager to get out on the greens and have some fun. Um, that's our Glenn Rice Celebrity Golf Tournament. That's always a great time. Um, and we have another a number of other things. In August is National Health Center Week, and we have a series of events planned, including this year, my favorite, which I'm so excited about, is we're going to do drive-through movie night. So we'll have all the, invite the community. Is it going to be at your centers? Yeah, you come in your car, we'll watch a movie together, we'll have popcorn together, and some fireworks. Okay, so this is really exciting. Again, I'm just making it personal at this point. I live five minutes away from your center. Yes. So <laughs> drive-in movie nights, I will be there. Um, absolutely, that's, so, that's such a great thing to do for the community, just to have, and, and your centers are, are, are huge facilities. Yes. And there's, that's yes. incredible. Yeah. What, a, what a lovely idea. Is this the first time? Yes. That you're time. doing this? Yeah, we have to get creative, you know. We, we normally throughout the year, we host a number of, outstanding health fairs, but you can't hold a health fair during a pandemic. You know, we've been able to pivot and take our mobile medical van and care for different communities, but it's not the same thing. So to be able to, I guess, be creative and think out of the box and find things that we can do in the interim are really important, especially mm -hmm. as we're celebrating our 50th. Yeah, the 50th year, that's a, that's a big one. That's a huge, huge, huge milestone. And thankfully, I think you're going to be able to really really embrace it and celebrate it. There's a lot to be to be thankful for and grateful for, especially in the medical field. And I think that that's come to the forefront over the past 12 months. So what a great time to, mm -hmm. to celebrate, to mm -hmm. celebrate your organization, mm -hmm. to celebrate the accomplishments, the successes of CHI and your team, the people behind that's right. Behind the organization that, yeah. that make it work. Yeah, the say. doctors, nurses, environmentalists, you name it, everybody on that team, they never before have they had to work so hard 
never had they had have they had this type of challenge. Yeah, working. I mean, stepping up to the plate, right? Working hard and, and stepping up to the plate, but then also having the creativity and the ingenuity to be able to just adapt. Yes, constantly to Critical. all of the changes. And as we get new information, something that we just never dealt with before. So kudos, kudos to all of our healthcare professionals because yes. they've really, they've really stepped up to the plate over the past twelve months. And I mean, again, I think we were all, we all realized just how grateful we are mm -hmm. to our healthcare heroes. And I'll tell you an, another nice thing that I've been watching is the community's gratitude. People have done so many wonderful things for our teams. They've brought lunch. Um, they've brought gifts they've brought flowers they've brought groceries um they've made significant contributions in the form of donations and that goes a long way with these folks who are working so hard and just seeing the gratitude of the community absolutely well, it, it gives them it, it hope and not hope but it invigorates them mm -hmm. it energizes them to do more it right says, yes it, I'm, it, I'm on the right path yes. I'm doing the right thing it reinforces being that recognized yes, yes absolutely so that so you, you talked about um something interesting you touched on something interesting and at the core of it chi you are a not-for-profit organization mm -hmm. so we've talked about the services that you provide for the community and how you help the community. Let's talk a little bit about how the community can help CHI. So if someone wanted to engage, say, wow, this is something that's like, again, for me, you know, it's very near and dear to my sure. heart and I, I support CHI. Um, but how, how are some ways that people can engage with? Well, two very big ways, volunteering and donating. So um, we have a tremendous volunteer department and actually summer's coming up and we even do a youth volunteer program. Just about to ask for, yeah. you know, cause everyone's always looking for those high school volunteer hours. So they learn a lot, you know, they get to work in a variety of departments from finance to the pharmacy to family medicine, you name it. That's a great opportunity, but we have um, volunteers of all ages, including AARP, older volunteers, anyone can volunteer at CHI. And in addition, we always need donations to help fund all the rich resources that we have, um, especially this Children's Crisis Center. After we finish funding the Children's Crisis Center, we're starting to look at what can we do to grow the Teaching Health Center. You know, now more than ever, we need these doctors. Um, as we've seen in the pandemic. So to be able to grow our own physicians is a really big deal for community health centers who probably don't pay as much as, you know, the big hospitals of the world. So to be able to grow them and entrench them in what we do, I, I think we've seen a lot of them want to stay with us, which is a great thing. And to be able to build that program, we're looking at possibly building a whole campus for the teaching health center wow. so that they'll have classrooms, so that they'll have living quarters. Because if you're a medical resident, you don't make a lot of money. It's, you know how expensive it can be to live in Miami. Don't we all? Yes, yes, absolutely. So to be able to have a place for their families to live and them to live so they can just focus on what's important which is learning about family medicine, learning about psychiatry and learning about how to, how to take care of the community, that's a big deal. So people to support these endeavors and all the other programs that we have, you know, mammograms for women who can't afford mammograms, um, you name it, there's a host of different great opportunities for people to step in. And we have a wonderful, uh, head of our development department, Vicki Castro, and she is really great at helping donors navigate where they can leave their impact. 
That's incredible. That's absolutely amazing. Okay, so um, to get involved with CHI, whether you want to volunteer your time or donate, they can just visit your website again one more yes. time. CHI. CHI. South, South FL. S-O-U-T-H-F-L mm -hmm. as in Florida.org. Okay, perfect. CHI South FL.org. That's great. That's wonderful. There's so many ways to get involved and get connected. Yes. I think a lot of people have recognized the value and the importance of giving back to the community. I think so. Um, so that, that's incredible that you have those opportunities available. Uh, I think we're getting ready to wrap up. So is there any final words, final thoughts about anything that you want to say about your organization, about CHI? Um, again, congratulations on 50 thank years. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. It is an exciting time for us. I want to thank the community. I want to thank Chamber Self. Of thank course. you, Brittany, for being our partner all this time and for supporting us and for helping us to get the word out about the things that we do. And I want to encourage people to celebrate with us throughout the 50th year. Check out our website. We have a host of different events that I mentioned and a host of different opportunities. So I do hope that you will engage. I also hope that you'll come to us as your medical home because you talk about comprehensive care and making health care easy as well. I'm a single mom. I don't have time to be running to the pediatrician's office, the primary care office, and then the dental. There's a place that I can do it all and I can do it evening and weekends. That's a home run for me. Right. One stop shop. <laughs> yes. One stop shop. And it's it's convenience, which is which is the big key. And you guys make it easy. I mean, it's really easy to be a cheerleader for organizations that do such great work. Yeah. You know, I want to tell no your stories. Brainer. I want yes. everyone to know what you're doing because I I truly believe in, in the mission and, and the work that you guys do. So thank you for the service to our community. Thank, thank you for you. being here. Um, again, CHI, affordable, accessible healthcare for everyone. One-stop shop. Check it out. They've got 12 centers, Miami-Dade County. and 12, 11. Now. 11 centers. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going You're all there over. already. Right. My, the Key West is already <laughs> open. Um, 11 centers, Miami-Dade and Broward, um, Monroe County, not Broward, uh, Monroe County and Thank you again, Tiffany, for, no, for being you. on the show. It's I really appreciate it. Okay, so we're gonna me. we're gonna say goodbye. Once again, thank you all for joining us. And remember to tune in weekly on Thursdays for our Chamber South member spotlight. Thank you to our partners at Miami Community Newspapers and have a great day.